Welcome to Inner Divine Alchemy, a podcast for spiritual seekers who dare to explore the depth of this divine existence and the constructs that make up our very reality. I'm your host, Kristen Martin, a fellow spiritual seeker, full-time creative entrepreneur, and best-selling indie author. If you're looking to go deeper on the types of things we discuss on this podcast, I sincerely hope you'll join me in my monthly membership community called the Inner Divine Collective at innerdivinealchemy.com. Without further ado, let's get metaphysical, shall we? Hello, hello. Welcome back to the show. That rhymes. I am recording this episode back-to-back with the episode from last week or two weeks ago. I don't really know when I post these anymore um, because I don't live by a schedule. I do not live in Kronos time, which is time that society goes by. I live in Kairos time, which is soul time, soul space, right? Okay, so what I want to talk about today is how moving the needle forward in your life. I actually don't know why I just use that term, moving the needle. I hate that term. That sounds like a term that so many business people use. Okay. Reset like Bo Burnham style. Like let's reset the energy here. No, no moving the needle. When you are wanting to move forward in your life or you feel like you're in a rut, you feel like you're stuck, you feel like you don't have clarity, right? Those times when you feel like you're confused There's a lot of confusion around you and you don't really know how to move forward. It's kind of like analysis paralysis. Like you feel like you could, like it may not even just be two choices. You may feel like you have a bunch of choices, a bunch of different paths that you can pursue, but you you don't know if you want to even start to walk down one of them, if it's going to be too much effort or if it potentially might not pan out. It's kind of like wanting to know the end result before you take the first step, which is something I definitely struggled with for a large majority of my life. And I would really only take that first step once I knew that it was going to be successful or I had enough faith and trust in myself and my abilities, which also really was the universe, but I didn't know it at the time, you know, to really step into that that path or that next thing that I wanted to do. But the one thing where I didn't do that and just took the leap, which felt like it was like a blind leap of faith, right? (laughs) Just really took that leap was what I launched in early June, which were intuitive card readings. So, and I was like not expecting and so blown away by the response of that, because since I opened those card readings on June 1st, I have been booked solid. And you also know if you follow my journey and you followed me on YouTube and whatnot, that I posted my farewell video announcing that I was just, you know, taking a step back, leaving for a bit, maybe forever. I don't know. Like, (laughs) if you listen to the last episode, you know that I have like a lot of (laughs) around YouTube. Um, Anyways, I was completely blown away by the the response and by the number of people to date that I have done card readings for. I had to really watch my like I I was so excited seeing all of these people who wanted guidance and then providing guidance and then getting the feedback. I have all of it listed on my website, right? The testimonials of people just saying how spot on it was. And what what's been so cool about this is like 
I feel like YouTube and some of the stuff I did in the past, like when I had successful launches, it like really fed my my ego. But this is like totally different because every time I get someone who responds to me in an email about their reading, I like my heart like cracks open. Like the wall that I've built around my heart like really starts to come down. And I feel this sense of like, just this sense of purpose and like pure joy and happiness that something that I've been able to tap into, which I was so scared to tap into, which was my spirituality and really my my intuition and being, and being a seer and like a mystic and, and really understanding energy. Like energy is actually my first language. Energy is my first language. It always has been since I was a kid. But of course, that was shut down because society tells you that that's a bunch of woo-woo bullshit and it's not something to focus on, not something that's even really real, right? Of course, later on in life, I've discovered that it's the only thing that's real and that everything that society tells you is real is actually the illusion. (laughs) That separation is illusion and all there is is just all of us. So it kind of feels like when someone responds and lets me know how the message impacted them, like how their reading impacted them and what they got from it. It kind of feels like this, like understanding that we're all one and we're connected. It feels like I was able to do something to really help this person on a soul level. And that in doing so, it's not draining to me, but it gives me life force. Like it gives me energy and it makes me want to do more almost to the point where I have done so many readings at this point. Like it's only June 23rd. And I think I've done over like 40 readings at this point, which is a lot of readings to do because it's not even four weeks. We're at the three week point to do that many readings and to have the number of people who have come back and told me how much the message resonated with them and how much it's helped them and how it really helped confirm for them the things that they were already kind of thinking about, but just kind of needed like confirmation and validation because I know I've been there and it's, it's really hard to trust your intuition sometimes. And I, it's such a beautiful thing when I think about energy in general, because I believe that we seek out people and we seek out energy that is similar to our own to get advice, right? It's kind of like you would never go ask for advice of someone who is living a life that you don't want to live or living a life that is not in alignment with you. So I feel like with these with these card readings and whatnot, it's kind of like the 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 people who are wanting guidance and insight see themselves in me and then when I when I see what they're curious about and what they want guidance on, I see myself in them. So it's like this it's like opened up my eyes to what oneness actually is and what, like, I don't know, just how connected we all actually are and how much of us are actually struggling with the same types of things. And yeah, so anyway, so I just wanted to share that because that has been such a cool part of this journey. I feel like it's one where the ego is, um, it can exist in this space that I'm currently in right now. So it's just been really fun to be like, I've cried more than I've ever cried. Um, I'm, I'm willing to tap into people's energy, even though it's, it's really hard because as an empath, I do take on people's energy as my own. I feel the pain in my body. I feel, I feel where they're hurting. I feel what's, 
where they're asking for guidance and and like almost what energy center is blocked for them. And so that really helps me tap into the thing that they need to hear the most, which is not something that's coming from me. It's coming from the universe and it's coming from, from energy, right? And it's, it's just that I've, I've taught myself and learned how to translate that energy into words, into language that can be understood and received by the other person and to, and to have that resonate, right? So it's like such a, such a cool thing, but okay, I keep, I keep going into that because I just think it's so cool and I, I just want to talk about it and share how I've been feeling about it because it has been like my life now is like a 180 from, from that void, that cocoon that I felt like I was in for almost all of 2020 and half of 2021. I feel like I finally stepped into this space where it truly is my soul leading, my heart leading, and like my emotions and my feelings kind of leading the charge um, and really trusting in energy and the universe and the messages. Because here's the thing. I posted a TikTok, and I think I posted it as an Instagram story first, and then I posted it on TikTok. But I didn't even, I didn't know that this was going to happen. It has like over 160,000 views. (laughs) And essentially what I'm saying in that TikTok is that the thing that you are most afraid to do, but the thing you feel the most called to do is the thing that you are supposed to be doing. And one of the things I've struggled with so much throughout my life is needing to be right or like to be competent, I guess is the best, like to be, to be smart, to be intelligent, to be competent. It's hard for me when I don't, like when someone's talking about something and I don't understand what they're talking about, or if someone mentions a topic that I have no knowledge on, that is something that makes me feel very insecure. Not so much anymore because I've, I've gotten past that and worked through that shadow and I know exactly where it came from. I've forgiven that person, released that. And yeah, also just being a five on the Enneagram, it also explains why I'm a five on the Enneagram as well as a three. I have this achievement, but also this like fear of incompetence happening, um, like fear of failure and fear of incompetence. <laughs> and so together, those create a um, the shadow side of masculine energy and someone who is like overworked, burnt out, always trying to prove themselves and gets very defensive and has a very, very guarded and closed off heart. But what I've realized, which is what I said in that TikTok, is it's actually the the thing that you are most afraid of, but that you feel the most called to. Like, it might be something you're afraid of, but you kind of... Um, do it in your own like private world or it's something you kind of daydream about or you think about a lot where it's kind of like, wouldn't it be cool if blank? And I like, that's the thing that you're actually supposed to be doing. That's the, the path forward for you to actually find that liberation within your soul and your life and to live a life that feels like it's purposeful and meaningful and that And that feels whole to you, right? So like I said before, when I was creating content and stuff for YouTube and even talking about writing and creativity, that didn't have the same effect of like like opening my heart and and feeling like there was this um, equal exchange of like understanding that I am this person and this person is me and like we are connected. Like there, there wasn't that. So that was a huge piece that was missing in the earlier part of my journey that I've only now started to 
discover. But the thing was, is that I was scared out of my fucking mind to launch intuitive card readings. I was scared out of my mind to use my intuition to help other people because for so long I had a fear of being wrong, of being incompetent, of thinking that I had a gift or an ability and then and then being wrong about myself. But here's the thing is your <sighs> the thing that you again, are most afraid of, but you feel so called to, and it it just like, it's like a stirring within your soul, right? Like your soul will never lead you astray. So whatever that thing is, like you're not going to, your soul's not going to let you down if you pursue it because it's the thing that you're meant to be doing. And the only way you're going to know that is if you just do it, is if you just say, okay, I'm going to do it. And you set aside your fear, you set aside the ego, you set aside like, but what if I'm wrong? What if I'm incompetent? I had to set all of that aside because when I started getting so many orders a day, like for readings, I was so excited about it. But I also had those moments of like, holy shit, like I, ha- like I have to do this. Like I, ha- I have to step into these people's energy. I have to really focus on, on them and feel what they're feeling and and tap into it in a way where the the wisdom will be provided. And then I realized, like, I was like, that's your ego talking. Like, the universe is, has got you. Your soul has your back. Like, you wouldn't have been pushed into this if it wasn't the right thing for you to do or to at least try, right? Because when you start to do the things that you're most afraid of or you face the fear, like, for me, my biggest fear has been failure and also my failure having been due to incompetence or me being wrong to then do that, which is to use my intuition to help other people and risk the fact that I could be wrong or that the reading may not resonate with some people that is stepping into like your higher self because your ego is the one that is holding you back. Your ego is the one that has created the fear of failure, the fear of incompetence. You can't actually fail at life and you can't actually be incompetent. Everything exists on a spectrum. And so I'm never going to be the most competent person out there. And I'm also never going to be the most successful person out there because these things mean different things to different people. Because the world is subjective and the collective, the humans that live in this world, everything is subjective. So whatever your fear is, whatever you're making that out to be, you're just make your ego is making it out to be worse than it actually is. Like, that's really just, <laughs> that's really it. Like, your ego is the one, it's not your soul that's telling you that like you're going to fail and and you're incompetent and and you're wrong and that this isn't actually your gift and that like you're crazy for thinking this and to just like stop doing what you're doing and just continue to go along your path like fit in with the status quo like we weren't we weren't put here on this earth to all do the same thing and we especially weren't put on this earth to do the same things and carry out the same tasks day after day and to do work or I don't want to say work, but to expend your energy in ways that is draining to you and that doesn't light you up. That is not the point of the human experience. You came here as a soul 
to have a human experience to break through the fears, to break through the blocks and the limiting beliefs that your ego has cultivated from your past because we all have trauma and things that trigger us from our past. And so I've said this before. I've said this so many times. It's kind of like when you're a child, your mind is a sponge. And so you're learning, learning, learning. And coming into your own and stepping into your higher self is about unlearning all of the shit that you learned (laughs) previously in your childhood. So, and that's a lifelong journey because you had things that happened that didn't make you feel good, that you didn't like, and you're afraid that if you actually move past the fear and, and do the thing that you're afraid of, that history is going to repeat itself. But that's the paradox of being a soul, having a human experience is that you can't know one without the other. So you have to have the bad experience in order to understand what the good experience is. Okay, I'm going to say that again. You have to have the bad experience in order to understand and be able to appreciate and really feel gratitude for the good experience. So it's kind of like shifting your perspective in such a way where anything that you're afraid of, it's kind of like the worst is over. The bad, quote unquote, the bad has already happened. And so now it's just being able to gain that uh, self-esteem and that confidence within yourself to move forward and to actually face that fear and do the thing. And in doing so, only like the good awaits. It's kind of like that quote, the best is yet to come. The best is yet to come. And so, but it's going to take, um, it's like, it's such, again, it's a paradox. It's so cruel to have all of these negative experiences, these ones that, that hold you back to then only realize that when you face the fear and do the thing that you're afraid of, that there's only good (laughs) that's going to come out of that. And that's essentially what shadow work is. That is what healing your inner child and healing your your trauma, that's what that is. Because when you heal that, it no longer has its hold on you. The fear just becomes something that exists on a spectrum, which is what everything is anyways. Everything just exists on a spectrum. And so if you can keep that, if you can keep that in mind as you move forward in your life when fears pop up and when you feel called to do something, but there's a fear holding you back, if you can just remind yourself that this fear exists on on a spectrum and that there is no absolute. Like you cannot be absolutely incompetent. There's always going to be someone less competent than you and someone more competent than you. Like it's just <laughs> because again, everything exists on on a spectrum. And you can't be the, the biggest failure there ever was, right? There's always going to be someone who maybe had more experiences that they quote unquote failed at than you did and people who had less experiences that they failed at than you did. Again, everything exists along a spectrum. I'm really hope, I really hope that what I'm saying is sinking in because this has been the biggest like eye opener for me in dealing with my fears and in doing shadow work. And I do believe that I'm here to really bring this to the surface and bring this to light, especially with shadow work, because the more that we heal and integrate our shadows and embrace and accept them as a part of ourselves, the more 
wholeness we will feel as a person. And the more people who do this, because we make up the collective, right? The more wholeness we're going to feel as a collective moving to this place of oneness and unity and connectedness and love because we've healed the parts of ourselves that we see in other people that we judge in other people. When you don't have the unhealed parts in you anymore, you're no longer judging people. You're no longer criticizing people. You're no longer expending your energy in a negative way that is hurtful, that is harmful to other people, which is really just harming you because everything's a mirror. So it's just, it's just going to come back to you. Like karma is a bitch. Karma is real. It's just going to come back to you and you're only hurting yourself over and over and over again. And so I guess what this podcast episode has turned into is just this doing what you're afraid of, realizing that everything exists on a spectrum, that nothing quote unquote bad is going to happen unless you perceive what what's going to happen as being bad. But if you view it as being on a spectrum, then it's it's not actually bad. It's just it just is. It's just another part of the journey. It's just another part of your experience. And I think the more of us that can really get to that place, the more we're going to see the collective consciousness rising and ascending to this higher place of understanding that we are all one and that we are all connected. It's that mindset and understanding of sacred unity. And that gets us to a place where we don't have separation, we don't have division, and we're treating everyone in the most divine way. We're treating people in the way that we want to be treated, which is ultimately filled with with good and with unconditional love because that's what exists when you heal your shadow aspects is just unconditional love, sympathy, compassion, and understanding. So that's it for that's it for today's episode. I hope it helped. I hope I hope you got something out of it. And I would love to have you in the collective. The collective is my monthly membership community for spiritual seekers. If you really enjoy this podcast, you are going to love the collective because we go into Uh, everything we talk about here, but like in so much more detail and depth, there's a themed video every month. There are guided meditations, which will really like crack your heart open, activate your third eye, really start um, feeling and, and living this connectedness and this sacred unity. There are also workbooks and there's just a whole bunch of really great stuff. I go live every week in the collective to give an energy update, just kind of what to expect with the planets and what's going on for that week on an energetic level, as well as doing new moon and full moon rituals, which living by the lunar cycles and setting intentions around the new moon and doing release ceremonies during the full moon is a really powerful way to bring um, everything that's kind of in the astral plane and the energetic and how you're feeling to bring that into the physical, into the tangible, to (laughs) to actually like physically release it because we have an energetic release. But since we live in this third dimension in this physical reality, there are steps we have to take to actually release things in the physical as well as to manifest things in the physical. So I would love to have you in the collective. It is a wonderful community. It's like my favorite thing ever. So you can find that link in the show notes or go to innerdivinealchemy.com. And on the menu bar, you will see where you can press collective and learn more about that. 
But other than that, I'm going to go ahead and sign off here. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being here. And I will chat with you in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in today. For more beyond this podcast, make sure to check out my website at innerdivinealchemy.com and give me a follow over on Instagram at innerdivinealchemy. Don't forget to check out The Collective, where we have monthly themes on all things metaphysical and spiritual. I'll chat with you all again very soon.